This is America's WebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. Welcome to the Business Hour. I'm Ron Camacho, your host. And today we'll be talking with Kenzie Biggins, founder and CEO of Uniquely Virtual, a business that offers a range of support services to start up businesses, established businesses, and to individuals that want the benefit of a team of executive assistants, something that we might all benefit from. And Kenzie has a very fascinating background that she's leveraged to create these unique business services that are tailored to the unique needs of each client. Welcome to the Business Hour, Kinsey. Thank you, Ron. I'm glad to be here. Now, Kinsey, I had set up this scenario for you um, off air, um, the scenario rather than the 60-second um, elevator speech that uh, so many are uh, taught to uh, have as a, uh, a summary of what they do when asked, um, so what do you do? Um, my scenario and some of the listeners out there may have heard this before, but it's been a while since I described it, is the scenario is that we're at a uh, cocktail party, and I seem like someone who might actually be interested in what you do. So I'm interested enough and interesting enough to talk to for uh, at least 60 seconds, um, and I ask you the question, so what do you do? How do you answer that question? Well, I would simply tell you I try to make my clients' lives easier from day to day. I have a wonderful team of virtual executive assistants, and we service a variety of clients from nonprofits to retired executives to startups, and we really help them execute their task and make their life easier. And we always say any task you need, we can come up with a way to do it virtually. And so to extend that interaction, I say, really? Um anything uh are there limits to what you can do and could you give me some examples of the things that you typically do so of course i say anything legal and i really stress the legal (laughs) part of it so there's no gray area there um and then i really try to take everyone outside of the box so lots of times people will say i need someone to sort through my mail and help me pay my bills bills and if you're virtual how do we do that Well, easy. We drop a box off at your house. You dump your mail in there. A courier picks it up. We scan it all in and take care of it for you. Or you can even FedEx it into us. But we've always come up with a creative solution to make sure that we can meet all of our clients' needs. Now, one of the things that came to mind when I heard that you work with clients to screen mail, both uh, traditional U.S. Postal Service mail and email for example and and it may be that it it isn't a service you render to everyone just because email can be so highly uh personalized but i can imagine particularly these days when people have more than one email address that they might at some point the trust factor might be great enough that they would say you know there is one email box that i would like you to help me control i have several thousand pieces of email in the new mailbox and in many cases I may have glanced at it but it's also true that there are a lot of emails in there that I have not looked at could you review what's in my email box and then given what we set up as priorities Uh, including in the case of a combination of personal emails. And these days, it seems to be there's a blurred line. You can get 
offers from retail stores to your business email address. And in fact, you might be a regular shopper um, at Saks Fifth Avenue or Nordstrom, so you don't really want to unsubscribe. You just really don't have time to, to, to go through it. And yet I've expressed to you that if I'm a woman, I need a new little black dress, for example. Could you go that far? Could you actually begin screening emails and let me know, hey, by the way, um, here is uh, uh, here are a couple of stores that are offering deals on uh, that little black dress you were talking about? So we can even take it a step further than that. So trust, of course, when you think about someone invading your email inbox, it's all about trust. So number one, we're very clear about confidentiality within our team, within our company. Um, We spend a lot of time talking about confidentiality and have a very strict confidentiality guideline for all of our team members. So... Our clients know that, but still we know it's going to take about two months for you to get really comfortable and start releasing pieces of your life and your information to us. So the email inbox is a big one, but when you hand it over, there's this wonderful process called a clean sweep where you can go through and say, you know, I love my emails I get from Saks, but the rest of these junk emails can go. And someone can go through your entire email box and unsubscribe or reduce the number of emails that you want reduced because no matter how many times I try to do it myself, I never seem to get everything. So it's nice to have somebody with an objective set of eyes go through your email account and then really keep track of everything for you and make sure that you do get the things you need immediately. Because I think we're all guilty of there's that one really important email, but it's embedded between 30 special offers that came in over the weekend. So it's nice to have an extra set of eyes that's able to forward and highlight call you, text you, really make sure you see the things that you need to see. And even with the little black dress, it just doesn't have to be through an email offer. They will actually go through and research all of your favorite stores. They can tell you which ones will deliver for you. They can have a dress put on hold for you and do everything that you need to once again make your life easier. Can you make the purchase as well? Would you handle that in many cases? Is that something that you do as part of the personalized uh, executive assistant uh, support is... Um, I say to you, um, I need to make this list of purchases and you go out and find those items? Yes, it's something that we've definitely done for clients in the past. So we can make a purchase on your behalf and then we simply bill it back to you on your next invoice. You know, I I don't want to drill or, or dwell uh, too much, but I do want to drill down a little bit uh, on this area of, of email because I think it's becoming an increasing burden to lots and lots of people. And I can't imagine that that would be uh, an area where a lot of people would turn to you and um, have you uh, on a single project basis or occasionally every few months, maybe quarterly, turn to you and say, I'm back up to 5,000, 10,000, 15,000. And I think I mentioned to you, I heard someone on the radio talking about 29,000 emails in their inbox. I can't imagine. It's, it's, it, and of course, even if you glanced at them and you didn't open them and you didn't uh, delete them, they're, they just build up. But I could imagine people turning to you and saying, um, would you go through, and you are absolutely um, correct. It's been my experience that when you're trying to delete two things. One is um, it never seems to be quite as automated as it's supposed to be. Of like you could not. check, 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 check and try to do a group delete, but then there they are. 
and uh, so it, it, it's as if they want you to open it before you delete it, and even sometimes then it doesn't get deleted. And the other factor is this objectivity factor. That makes it, I think, easier because in many cases it's an all-or-nothing proposition and people just go right ahead and just start deleting away if you have a set of eyes that spends just a few seconds to ensure that it's something that uh, should be deleted or conversely something that should be um, uh, filed away or responded to, I could see that being really helpful. Definitely. I would say part of our process, too, in getting to know you and knowing what emails you may want to keep or get rid of, we actually do an onboarding process with every single client when we bring them on where we really drill down to get to know you and what's important. And our team does research on the client and on their company or their former company or things that are interested of interest to them to make sure that we're able to provide that extra level of a more of a luxury feel of service. So by knowing the client, we're able to make some of those decisions. And if we're not sure, we ask because it's always safer to ask and make the right decision than just make an assumption. Let's let's go down that path for a little bit. Um, do you have a set n- uh, or a, a set of guidelines that uh, has the 20 questions? Um, walk us through that process because I would think that that is uh, a very, very important aspect of setting up the relationship with uh, either a business or an individual. Uh, how do you determine um, what it is that the person wants, what they actually could benefit from, and so it's a need and they may not even have recognized it themselves, and what are their priorities? How do you, how do, you do that? So it all starts from the very first step of signing up for an account. So on our website, uniquelyvirtual.com, we have a software site that we have developed especially for our clients where you go on and when you set up your account, you start off by creating a profile. So we want to know what's important to you. And there is no wrong answer in the situation. But, you know, if making sure you have great travel plans and an adequate itinerary is really the most important thing for you because you've been showing up late for meetings, we're going to make sure that's taken care of. If having a balanced calendar is really important to you, we're going to make sure that's taken care of. And then the next step as we get ready to assign your team lead is we review our team leaders to say who's the best person to handle your account based on your needs, and we have them call you. So it doesn't matter if you only sign up for 10 hours of service a month or a full-time package, your team lead is going to call you and have a discussion about what you need because they're the experts in making sure that you're taken care of. And they're going to think of things that you never could imagine thinking about in a million years. And we even had a client go so far to say, I feel like I was just upgraded on an airplane to first class because someone took the time to really dig out what they needed. Well, I want to go down the path of having you share with us how you assign um, a team leader and and a team of executive assistants but um, let's let's talk a little bit about a person's calendar because that would seem to me to be another area that's highly highly um, private and personalized and uh, I wouldn't imagine that people necessarily right off the bat will turn their calendar over to you because that is a matter of uh, controlling your day, your week, your month, your year, and and I call it um, being the architect of your day. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, 
I could imagine benefiting, even though I'm the lead architect of my own life and my day, my month, my year. Um, but I could imagine having executives assistants helping me with uh, my calendar. But let's let's talk a little bit about that. Do, do you also find that it takes a couple months sometimes before people are willing to share their calendar? And do they do that in an automated way? Is that uh, so many people use Outlook and other forms of setting up uh, uh, appointments? Um, walk me through that process. So it really, there's been no consistent time for people sharing their calendar. And I do think of a calendar as a very personal thing. Um, I myself, if you were to look at my cell phone where I keep all three of my calendars, it looks like a box of Skittles on my phone because it's all color coordinated and very precise. Um, when my team gets a new client, some clients immediately say, take my calendar because I need help. And a lot of it is because they're showing up late to meetings, they're missing events, they really need that help immediately. And then you have clients where they really want to get to know you, and it takes them about two to three months to start handing over different conferences they're going to, different meetings they have. Um, And it really comes down to we want to keep you organized, and we do it through either Google, Outlook, whatever your preferred method is. We're, we're going to be taking a, a break here, uh, Kenzie, but when we come back, I want to drill down just a little bit further and ask you about how you then uh, help the client to know what the priorities on their own calendar are and, and whether you become a source of uh, reminders, uh, which is probably very key, oh, yes. and, and whether that's uh, by email or actual phone calls. We'll, we'll talk a lot more about the relationship that you have with your clients, the kinds of clients, the kinds of projects. We're here with Kenzie Biggins, founder and CEO of Uniquely Virtual. We'll be back with Kenzie right after this break. The United States Justice Foundation since 1979 has been dedicated to instructing, informing, and educating the public on legal issues confronting America. That means you and me. When necessary, this nonprofit organization has had to litigate to present the constitutional view. Since 1980, USJF has submitted testimony to the U.S. Senate on all but one U.S. Supreme Court nominee. Learn more about USJF by visiting their website at www.usjf.net. Support this nonprofit as it defends our rights, our liberty, and our Constitution. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like. With all the back and forth in today's politics, it seems as though the Constitution gets lost in the mix. If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for the show Our Constitution on AmericasWebRadio.com. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verify in your business, or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules, or if you marry a foreign national, Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200. Or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. 
Welcome back to the Business Hour. We're here with Kenzie Biggins, the founder and CEO of Uniquely Virtual, a business that offers a range of support services in the form of a team-leading executive assistant that in turn works with a larger team of executive assistants. And we're going to talk about that in just a moment, you know, how those assignments are made and, and what that team might bring to the party. But we were talking about calendars uh, before the break, and that's a critical aspect of what a lot of people would like help with, if only to be reminded about an important appointment um, the next day or that week or a review of what is going to be taking place. Do you set that up on a personal basis? If I say, would you have someone contact me or email me on a Monday to review all of what I have uh, the next week as a reminder, and then could we have some agreement about the kinds of appointments that I want to be reminded of either 24 hours in advance or even three hours in advance? Um, Can you do all those things? Yeah, so we even take it one step further than that. So for our clients, we can set up a morning email for you. And in that morning email, we can cover all of your upcoming appointments, time, location, any notes you may need to have going into that appointment, and even cover three important news stories um, that that you enjoy. So maybe you're really into the elections. We'll cover different stories dealing with the upcoming elections and put three bullet points about the article so you don't even have to read the entire article. So you start off your day with a cheat sheet of here's what I have going on and here's some relevant articles to my life. Um, And then usually at either the beginning of the week or end of the week, depending on the client and how they operate, we'll also send you either a PDF of your calendar or if you are technology savvy and prefer just to use online platforms, we'll make sure that you have it that way. We even go as so far to say, we know you like to order Christmas cards. We need to know when that needs to show up on your calendar so you're able to order them in enough time to actually get them out. And we'll proactively look for things that we see you doing that maybe need to start happening a week or two in advance and add it to either your calendar or the calendar that we keep for you. Okay, that reminds me of something I have to make a note of to ask <laughs> you about. Uh, and uh, and then I want to ask you about the the process for uh being notified uh about appointments uh, because it's 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 ever so important um you know we all um, have a combination you mentioned three calendars and i dare say these days that a lot of people might even write on a conventional uh, printed calendar some real major events usually social uh in nature uh, but some people still like to use day timers i would imagine yes. and and I I guess they either have to read to you what's on their day timer or fax it to you or uh, input it uh, on an automated basis. And then, of course, we talked about Outlook, and then there are our phones. And I would say a lot of people now use their phones uh, for the automated calendar um, uh, function. And sometimes those calendars um, in your phone are synced with uh, your computer. Then others use just the computer. And um, I would imagine that some people do what I do, which is I create a customized, it's called the week of, and it has uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I don't start with Sunday. I actually see this, the weekend as uh, an entity that uh, needs to, that ends the week as opposed to thinking of Sunday that just begins the week. And um, so now I have all those different sources. Do I 
email you something that has my uh, my primary uh, or all of my appointments? Do I call you up and talk you through it? Um, do I photocopy my daytimer and send you a page uh, or all of the above? We receive photocopies of daytimers. We've even received cell phone pictures of daytime planners. I mean, whichever way you want to send it to us, we can put it into an electronic version for you. Or you can share your electronic version. Or even if you're interested in learning a new way to keep your calendar, we have a great team member. She's a specialist named Emily Kalapas. And she is the most masterful patient trainer you could ever imagine. So lots of times when clients are looking to use new forms of technology or new way of keeping up with something, we have Emily research the best platform for them as far as their skill set goes. And then she will actually walk through and train them on how to use that platform. Um, And then make sure that the rest of the team knows how to use the platform that's best for you. And we make it all sync and work together. I can see a promotion now. (laughs) Master your calendar, master your life. Uh, Because it's such a critical part of of a lot of people's uh, daily, weekly routine uh, are a lot of different appointments. Whether they're in-house, you're a corporate person and you have a lot of uh, meetings literally in your building or on your uh, corporate campus, or you have uh, various meetings around town. And, you know, before uh, or while we were off the air, I joked with you that I used to think that you could get to anywhere in this city of Atlanta uh, in seven minutes. And that might have been true uh, 30-some years back. Um, but that then, in within a couple years, became you could get anywhere within 27 minutes, and, and that became modified to you can get just about anywhere in an hour and 27 minutes. <laughs> Uh, because the city's not only grown, but there's congestion. And so I would probably need a reminder um, two hours in advance of some of my meetings. And, and you can do that as well. Yes. So we can email you. We can call you. We can text you. Um, for a number of our clients, they actually have telephone lines through us. So it's great because your team lead who knows everything about you is also the one answering the phone. So they know when they need to put your nephew through directly to your cell phone versus who they should take a message for. But part of having that phone line, too, they're able to easily contact you and talk about upcoming appointments, or maybe there was a last-minute change, they're able to notify you immediately. You mentioned um, notifying someone in time to make their Christmas card purchases in time to mail their Christmas cards. Um, is that a function that, that, that you can take care of? I All I have to do is call you or email you and say, please find me a good uh, golden retriever Christmas card. Mm-hmm. I own a golden retriever, and like so many uh, pet owners, uh, we're incorrigible about finding uh, the black lab or the little peekapoo uh, or the labradoodle, um, which is not going to be as easy as finding a, a golden retriever Christmas true. card. But I, I then offer that up to you, and you you go out and find a, um, the, the, the sweet little uh, golden retriever sitting by the Christmas tree, and um, you can take my list of addresses and take care of everything for me? Yes, so... One of our team leads, Mary Lou McLean, actually started hunting for holiday cards for her clients in July. So she went through, she researched based on what she knows each client likes and when they like to send out their cards, and actually ordered samples of all the cards and sent them out to all of her clients so they could pick out the ones they wanted, and they were already ordered before September even ended. So the clients, for the most part, either have their cards in hand or getting ready to receive their cards, and some are coming directly to us and we will label them and send them out on their behalf. 
Um, that sounds like something that a lot of people could benefit from. <laughs> and um, you mentioned uh, Mary Lou McLean and Emily Kalapkas. Uh, is that did I pronounce Emily's last name correctly? Yes, Emily Kalapkas. Yes. And, and um, that brings me to the question of. How do you determine who the singular uh, team leader might be, which, you know, on the business side, that's almost like an account executive. Um, on the personal side, it's, it's um, definitely uh, m- more like a cross between a personal secretary and executive assistant and a value family member. Um, how do you determine who that team leader might be, and then how do you determine which other executive systems are assigned as part of the the larger team to a client? So for a team leader position, it really is a balance of several different things. First of all, it has to be someone who can really build a trusting relationship with a number of different people at one time. So on average, a team lead um, may handle anywhere from 7 to about 13 clients, depending on the volume of work the client is looking for. But they have to be able to manage each one and really make sure that they're number one able to prioritize the task correctly and really call on their support team as far as being able to delegate tasks or items where they may not be the expert but they know that there's a specialist on the team who is being strong enough to recognize it and hand over a task so it's done correctly for their client um there I, I wish I could say there was one magic button to find the perfect team lead, but of course there's not. So it's finding someone who's open to the idea of being a part of a team also, um, because we have in the past had people who wanted to join our team, but they weren't open to the idea of being a part of a community. And I'm very big about the culture of our company and being able to support each other like our own little family within you know, our company. So that's a huge part of it too. So I wish there was one magic button. It would make hiring much easier. Um, but it's all about do you have those untrainable skills of building relationships and not being so prideful that you don't know when to ask for help to do the best thing for your client. And and I would imagine that, you know, rapport is at the core of of all the relationships with clients and that the team leader as well as the other executive assistants that may have contact um, all have to have that ability to establish rapport. And do you try to keep them um, assigned to the same client uh, on an ongoing basis just so you have uh, the familiarity and trust? Oh, yes. So our deal is if you're coming in and you're going to become a team lead, we need to know that you're going to be a part of the uniquely virtual team for years and not just months or weeks. But I want to know that each of our clients feels comfortable in knowing who they're going to be contacting because you are building a very personal relationship with someone who knows your email account and your calendar. They know everything, including, you know, your dentist appointment. Um, You really want someone that you can trust, and that comes with time. We talked about um, established businesses, startup businesses, and individuals, and and, um, let's talk about, and and much of what we've been talking about right now applies to both individuals as well as uh, at least a business uh, person's um, life uh, is in the case of a calendar, but we'll be taking a break here. And when we come back, I want to have you differentiate what it is that you provide in the way of services uh, to businesses um, that are established. Um, certainly, startup businesses have their own unique needs, and then uh, we'll talk about more about uh, what kinds of things you do for individuals. Um, all of which can be related, but all of which are are typically a little different. 
We're here with Kenzie Biggins. We've been talking about her company, Uniquely Virtual, and the services that she offers to her clients. And we'll talk more about those services and about Uniquely Virtual right after this break. Don't be hoodwinked by the left who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power America on butterflies, rainbows, and pixie dust. I'm Marita Noon. Get the truth about energy on my show, America's Voice for Energy, only on America's Web Radio. This is Dr. George. Join me Wednesday mornings at 9 o'clock for Medicine on Call. On Medicine on Call, we talk about more than medicine. It's about how to take control of your mind, body, and spirit. In 2009, the membership organization Docs for Patient Care was founded. People all around the country wanted to participate in the efforts of this group, and they wanted to join, but they were unable to do so unless they were physicians. It's for this reason that the Docs for Patient Care Foundation was created. Now, everyone can join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. While you're at your computer, please go to www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org and make a tax-deductible donation and join the fight along with us. Thank you. Did you miss the show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on americaswebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime you like. This is Dr. Susan Blank, Medical Director for the Atlanta Healing Center. Our team is able to offer a multitude of treatment options, such as quantitative EEG, also known as brain mapping, hormonal and nutritional assessments, neuropsychological testing, and cognitive therapy, along with traditional 12-step facilitation. And we can even offer you, if appropriate, a gentle medically managed detox. Please contact us at 770-696-9862. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the Business Hour. I'm Ron Camacho, your host, and we're here with Kenzie Biggins, the founder and CEO of Uniquely Virtual, a company that is dedicated to providing executive assistance in the form of a team leader and a team of executive assistants that essentially make your life easier. Um, we, we, we established that because there are so many different things that Uniquely Virtual can do for a business. And if you're a small business owner, uh, there's lots of things, I would imagine, uh, that you can uh, uh, benefit from. Uh, if you're a larger company, uh, there are things which you could save money um, by engaging a company like uh, Uniquely Virtual as opposed to hiring someone uh, part-time for this, someone part-time for that, someone full-time for this, when in fact uh, it's a series of projects that uh, a company like Uniquely Virtual can can help you um, uh, focus on. And um, let's talk about what it is that you do uh, for larger companies and how that might differ we'll talk about startup companies how do you um i mean i know you probably don't have a um necessarily but i might as well ask if you have a startup package uh or an established medium to large size company 
package. But um, how do you how do you distinguish between what you might typically do for uh, an established company versus a uh, startup company? Yeah, so we have a number of different packages, which range from having part-time services. So especially if you're a startup, you have an option of hours of service, which also gives you an option of how much you're spending per month on service and flexibility. Um, And then we also have a full-time, you know, from... 8 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. every day, everything you need is taken care of. So for a lot of our larger established businesses, it's more about assisting the executive assistant who's there on staff. So of course, with the downturn of the economy, a lot of companies ended up having to lay off some of their executive assistants and have not rehired. Um, Some of that is definitely out of a sense of fear, which I could definitely relate to if you just had to lay off hundreds of people. And then the idea that, yes, The economy is coming back, but if I hire these people again, what's going to happen if I have to lay them off again? We're able to take a bit of that fear out because we operate as a contracting service on their behalf to make sure that they get everything done that they need to get done without having to rehire lots of different people. But then also we're much more affordable because we actually hire our team and take care of things like the health care and benefits. They're not worried about taking that all on in-house. And then for our startups... Number one, like I said, you have a variety of different packages that they can choose from. But a lot of it comes down to when you are running a startup, as I know oh so well, you're wearing every different hat in the world. Um, And things can easily slip through the cracks. So for startups, the idea of having someone to manage their expenses and manage reporting and get reporting back to their investors and make sure that things are coordinated so they're handling the money that they're receiving in a responsible way is an awesome thing. So it's not just a value to the person running the startup, but it's also a great value of the person investing in the startup to make sure they have the time that they need to execute. You know, this area of finance, for example, and financial support is one that, without question, a lot of startup companies um, can benefit from. Because for one thing, a lot of uh, business owners, a lot of entrepreneurs are extremely knowledgeable about their product or service offering. Um, They might even be real people savvy and they have a good handle on hiring people and training people, which would be the HR function, but they have no idea about finance. Or conversely, they might be knowledgeable about uh, um, finance and uh, can act as their own accounting, bookkeeping, uh, financial director, chief uh, financial officer, uh, but really don't know much about uh, hiring people and, and the HR process. So let's just let's just take those two areas as examples. Um, going back to finance, um, you have people on staff then who can actually uh, work with the client and on a virtual basis. Um, I would imagine uh, data is sent to you, um, and your executive assistant helps uh, that client uh, make sense of, of, of the financial structure, uh, keep it structured. Um, how detailed does that get? Um, is it uh, something that is done uh, in many cases on a day-to-day basis with some clients? I would imagine that some retail clients, for example, uh, more than some businesses where the billing function is handled days apart you know services are rendered but the accounting function and the billing is done you know um weekly or or less frequently 
tell me how you you handle that uh, on a client-by-client basis. So there are two different aspects to that for me. One is definitely the expense reports piece of it, um, which for our retired executives is something very different. Number one, a lot of retired execs have never had to touch an expense report, or at least have not had to touch it for the last 40 years. For them, we're able to take personal expenses, board expenses, committee expenses, and prioritize it and organize it for them so they know who they need reimbursements from, um, which really helps them put their life in order and in perspective. For our startups, it's about knowing what's reimbursable versus what's not reimbursable and helping them keep track of it, especially when it comes to tax time. They need that information. I mean, any startup, any small business, you really need that information detailed, so we're able to provide it for you. And then with the you know, it's great advances of the internet um, with things like QuickBook, where you have a cloud-based service. You're actually able to give our team admin rights to your account, so they can go through and help. You know, clear your account at the end of the month, making sure that everything matches up. They can make sure all of your um, profits and checks come in and have actually been cleared and organized in the right way within your account. So it's all of those little things that we have to take the time to do, no matter what. At the end of the day. If you're running a business, you got to manage your accounts and your expenses, no matter how much you love it or hate it. But things that may take you 10 hours, our team can usually get it done in half the time or less because it's something that they do on a regular basis. I would imagine um, that uh, QuickBook uh, users uh, definitely um, could see this as uh, a, a real benefit. The, the, the system is already in place. Um, having you um, or granting access uh, allows them to have you in turn help them to keep things organized. Let's turn to um, the HR function: um, screening people, hiring people, training people. Uh, you, you may or may not do uh, all of that, but uh, I know we had a conversation, and and it would seem to me that just screening people, the initial stage of of when you're hiring folks and the words out there, and people are making applications, just screening those applications and um, way back um, <laughs> when I uh, entered um, the corporate world I actually had a I inherited a great summer job from a, a fellow who was in college and a friend of my brother's who had bequeathed to me a job at the BF Goodrich plant where I worked in the personnel department mm-hmm. and within days I was screening hundreds of applications uh, of uh, more established um, it was kind of a strange situation in that this wet behind the ears kind of uh, young high school kid was was screening applications but I was taught um, to recognize certain basic things like years of experience and certain categories of um, the tire making process so I could at least put them in the appropriate categories for the appropriate positions um, but if they said that we were only going to be talking to people with 10 years of experience or more I mean that was simple but it was still by hand going through lots of applications so I would imagine just on the screening process alone you could make it much easier for some businesses. Oh, yes, and I have been there in my past. I actually did recruiting for Target, so I'm used to going through hundreds of resumes in a short amount of time. Um, And our team adds that extra bit of, number one, they can put together your actual job posting for you. They can help make sure it's posted in the right places, and they can monitor all of the applications which are coming in. And, I mean, I think the last job I posted, I got over 600 resumes in a matter of 15 days, so it can definitely be a process to go all through all of the resumes. So they can sort through for the basic guidelines of your job posting. And then, of course,
first call and do an initial phone screen based on a series of questions that you have created or information that you would like to know that then you can read through where they could automatically eliminate people. If you give them a simple, if they answer yes to this question, they go through. If they answer no, they don't. Um, It's a great way to dwindle that 600 down to maybe 50 and then schedule the interviews for you. And it's an extra layer of protection, especially for the startups and small businesses, because there's another set of objective objective eyes in between the initial process and the end hiring process. And and surely with um, resumes, as opposed to, uh, in, in many cases, I was looking at uh, employment application form. So there were categories. It was a little bit easier in that case. It wasn't until later that I started reviewing uh, resumes um, in other positions uh, in, in corporate settings. But you can save a lot of time um, that it would otherwise take to review those resumes to shorten the list and to come up with a, a smaller group of qualified applicants. This all leads me to the benefit of having a company like Uniquely Virtual save um, a, a, an established company or a startup company a lot of time and consequently saving them a lot of money. In many cases, uh, a lot of companies will turn to uh, traditional staffing companies. We, uh, you know, I had mentioned that earlier that you might hire a staffing person to be a part-time or a full-time temporary or, or even temp to perm. Um, but in, in essence, uh, you can even uh, be more cost-effective than that process just because you're doing things on a, uh, a very targeted project basis. Is that is that right? Yes, very targeted. And plus, one of my key rules in life is happy team, happy everybody. So versus if you go with a staffing company, yes, you're going to get a contractor who will come in for a time. But what is the true connection or value add for your company versus I really take the time to make sure we celebrate everybody's birthday and we have holiday celebrations and we come together and just have a good time as a team. So the team is happy and motivated and therefore they really want to make sure that all of our clients are taken care of. And more importantly than that, you know, vacations come along, people get sick, but because you have a team lead and a support team, you're never left out there on your own. Someone's always going to be there for you. Yeah, that is a little bit different. Uh, in many cases with a staffing company, the uh, the temporary employee might have a sense of um, family with the uh, the staffing company itself. But if a lot of time isn't spent uh, with a group of other people from that company, you don't have that sense of family. And because you're temporary in your location, you don't necessarily have that bond, um, whereas your people have a sense of team um with Uniquely Virtual, and then you're providing people uh, that are professional rapport builders um, working with your clients. Um, what about the area of, of marketing? A lot of startup companies could definitely benefit from uh, everything from branding to company identification materials, logo, letterhead, business card, stationery, website, and public relations. Um, do you provide some or all of um, those services? So for those types of services, I really feel like you need the expert who can really help carry out the entire process. And when you're looking at an executive assistant, we can definitely research and find the best person for you, give you some competitive answers, rates, correspond with different people to get quotes for you. 
but that's really a huge task that requires a lot of expertise, and we want to make sure that you're getting the best service. And in that case, we would definitely want to refer you out to the experts. Well, and in fact, that brings me to this whole idea of um, uh, very focused professionals, uh, not just marketing, but legal and accounting. And we touched on accounting just a bit. We didn't touch on legal, but we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk about how you might help a client find those professionals. We're here with Kenzie Biggins, founder and CEO of Uniquely Uniquely Virtual, and we'll be back with Kenzie right after this break. This is Dr. George from Peachtree Ear, Nose, and Throat Center. We've won patient care awards and have the highest patient recommendations because I believe in practicing medicine the old-fashioned way. Practicing good medicine is based in listening to the patient and making a care plan that's individualized. The best medical care is given when there is a strong doctor-patient relationship built on mutual trust and respect. At Peachtree ENT Center, we believe in taking care of the whole patient because healing is more than writing a prescription. Whether you have problems hearing or your child has frequent throat infections, from the time you call our office and speak to a real person, you'll be treated as an individual, not an ailment. During your visit, you'll not be rushed, and all of your questions will be answered. And when possible, I will recommend natural treatments to fix the problem. If surgery is recommended, cost-effective, minimally invasive treatment for snoring, sleep apnea, or sinus problems will be offered because Peachtree ENT Center is where patient care counts. If you'd like to make an appointment, call 404-591-9100 or reach us on the web at www.peachtreeentcenter.com. Hi, I'm Ray Bowman, hoping you'll join us each Friday at noon for our new show, Food and Farm, brought to you by FeedStuffsFoodLink.com, only on America's Web Radio. Watchdog is a term given an organization like the United States Justice Foundation, which since 1979 has been watching out and, when necessary, taking the appropriate action from testifying to litigating to protect our constitutional rights. USJF, a nonprofit organization, is nationally recognized not only as a watchdog, but many in the government, as well as those involved in legal cases, have also called the USJF a bulldog for the tenacious approach in their presentation and proof of what is right. Find out more at www.usjf.net. Support USJF as they support you. This is America's Webradio.com. The best in chat radio, designed just for you. Welcome back to the Business Hour. We're here with Kenzie Biggins, founder and CEO of Uniquely Virtual, uh, a business that offers executive assistance in the form of an executive assistant team leader and a team of executive assistants that are assigned to a client to help with a lot of different things, uh, whether you're an established business or a startup business or an individual. And again, we, we, we know that sometimes those lines are blurred. Uh, if I am a small business owner and I have a set of business needs that you're helping with, like the expense reports for myself and my people, um, but that will cross over into my personal life where I'm having you help keep track of my personal expenses and a whole bunch of personal needs so imagine that line does get blurred yes all the time and i mean when you really think about an executive assistant versus just an assistant there's always a blurred line there no matter who you are they know everything about you and really start to help out with the family things too which actually brings me to this question you know you had mentioned um that uh, during this last economic drought, a lot of executive assistants were eliminated from um, a lot of the corporate uh, payrolls. And 
a lot of major corporations do specifically have that position of executive assistant. It's 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 somewhat of a luxury, but an indispensable uh, person to a lot of uh, corporate executives who need to have uh, their calendars managed and a whole range of of support services, so that the former senior level executive assistant I would imagine becomes a very very uh, uh, um, knowledgeable person about what you do Uh, not only someone who um, you can engage because they've been an executive assistant but uh, I would imagine that some um, are ideal clients you know because they they uh, they they get it you know, they they know. Is that true? You know, you an executive assistant, uh, a former executive assistant, a retired executive who's had an executive assistant. You don't have to bring them up to snuff. They know what you do. They know what we do, and it's more a fact that they just expect for the service to be there. So they're very comfortable asking for it, and then it's kind of it's like this little slight disconnect they have for a moment. They expect it to be there, and then it happens. They're like, oh yeah, you can do all of this. So it's this kind of like quiet satisfaction in the fact that it actually is a very smooth transition for them. They don't hesitate to ask uh, if you could find that pair of blue or red suede shoes. Not at all. Not at all. Okay, now, uh, th- we before the break we were talking about the ability uh, of Uniquely Virtual to help a company find other professionals because, of course, even though you might help in areas of uh, expense reporting and even work with um, a, a client on uh, balancing their books, uh, I would imagine you draw the line. There are certain things that an accounting firm can do and should do. There are certain things that uh, fall in the category. You can help out with some areas related to healthcare, but some of that may cross over into accounting. Some of that even cross over into legal. Um, and so, uh, do you ever envision yourself getting into that area, or is that not in the foreseeable future? And you will be uh, helping clients to find those kinds of professionals. Not in the foreseeable future will we be venturing into that side of the business. And we still have a lot of great work to do where we are. And I believe that if you're going to be an expert in one area, you really need to be an expert in that area versus trying to wear too many hats. So we have a list of trusted resources that we refer clients to or we do additional research for them based on their specific needs. I wanted to come up with a list of uh, hypothetical scenarios uh, just to sort of find out uh, what it is you, you, you really might be able to offer to a, for example, a small startup retail business owner, and there's got to be thousands uh, every year in every uh, city uh, you see little retail operations uh, starting up. And let's say I have uh, something, a very discreet project like a grand opening. Is mm-hmm. that something you can help with? Definitely. We can do all the research around who you need from photographers to reaching out to press to making sure that you have the food on site um, to even making sure that there are any special city ordinances as far as parking during that time that it's all taken care of. So it's really about, once again, us researching all the resources that you need and then getting the quotes you need without that retailer having to sit down and spend hours upon hours making those small calls. One thing that we did touch on on my hypothetical was that we we are I am a medium sized business owner and I have a range of positions to fill and can you help with the recruiting hiring training and we already addressed that, but the last scenario I have is that I'm a retired executive and I had the benefit of having an executive assistant and uh, now I'd like to have that uh, luxury again of an executive assistant or that uh, practical uh, support. 
uh, on projects ranging from, let's say, I have fundraising um, that I do as part of a, a board of directors position that I have, um, or I have wedding planning for my daughter, or I have travel arrangements. Are those things that you can help an individual with? Definitely. And in those types of situations, whenever possible, we like to talk to your former executive assistant so we can learn about everything you prefer. We even like to get copies of your past itineraries or copies of your past party planning so we know who you like to work with and we can reach out to people directly and rebuild and establish relationships with them so you can get it all done the same way you would before in your last setting. You know, one area that I would be remiss to uh, not have you tell us about is the area of how you handle your your billing and um, I I gather from uh, your website that you have flexible packages uh, depending on the client. Tell me a little bit about how you uh, establish a uh, a price structure and and uh, how you work um, via those flexible packages. So the pricing structure is really based on the idea that you're getting a package with a number of hours um, and that you have the team support. So we want you to think of you're not just getting one executive assistant. You're actually getting three members to your team who are there to help you with whatever you need. So the pricing is based on the idea that you're getting that small team support, but still making sure that it's very affordable for our small businesses and startups. And everything is actually processed right online on our website. So you have your own personal profile where you're able to enter in your debit card, credit card information, and everything is billed automatically for you. So you don't have to worry about another piece of mail coming through that may be missed. You don't have to worry about an additional email coming through. But you can choose to have it all set up automatically. You can just go to your private profile and view anything as far as corresponding back and forth with your team. Or you can choose to email or call back and forth to correspond with your team. And um, are these set up on a weekly or a monthly basis? Are the packages include X number of hours per week or per month, or how do you do that? So they're set up on a per-month basis. So you can sign up, say you only need 40 hours per month, which actually gets a lot of things done in a matter of a month. So you can sign up for 40 hours a month, and we'll take care of you, and it's just a reoccurring billing um, at the time that you signed up. <clears throat> Excuse me. So not on the first of the month or the end of the month, so you're not rushing to get things done at one time or another but it's just on a flow of the day that you signed up. Right, and so those could be um, 40 hours all used up in one week or 10 hours a week or however I use my 40 mm-hmm. hours, and if I end up using 45 hours, you will sort of prorate it, I would imagine. If you use 45 hours, so actually there's a tracker at the top of your profile that'll show you how many hours you've used, so it's an easy way to keep up. It gives you a warning before you get ready to go over your hours, so in case you want to adjust your package. Um, And then actually, if you have a six-month or 12-month package, we'll roll over your hours that you don't use for you. How did you conceive of um, Uniquely Virtual? So it's It's a funny story. To me, it's funny, at least. So it started in college. Um, Whenever I was home during the summer, I used to manage my parents' household. So there were little things that needed to happen, like someone coming to check out the furnace. And I would say, okay, I have this. I'm just going to take control of it because that's the type of person I am. My mother says I have a need to be in charge, but I just like to be organized. (laughs) So I would take that all over. And as years went by, I kept thinking to myself, there's a need and people need help just getting things done. Um, But when I was in college, the idea of email was still fairly new. And I remember complaining about the fact that I had to have an email address. So fast forward um, about 10 years later, I had started a social media agency 
and I was having meetings with different people, and the question of virtual assistants kept coming up. And it's like, oh, it's so funny. You know, I've been playing with this idea in my head for 10 years, and it just keeps coming up and keeps coming up. And I actually had a meeting with Ingrid Saunders-Jones, who was retiring from Coca-Cola, and she looked at me and she said, I just need someone to answer my phone every day. And I said, it's so funny that you say that because I keep playing with this idea in my head and how it's all going to play out. And she said, you start the business and I'll be your first client. You had prepared for a lifetime and then uh, <laughs> you met the opportunity uh, with the right uh, skill set. You have a background uh, in uh, fashion merchandising from Florida State University, uh, your bachelor's degree, and you have a master's degree in luxury and fashion management from the Savannah College of Art and Design. Um, tell me in uh, 30 seconds how you uh, parlayed that into your current uh, position. Being a creative means that you know how to take something from a concept or an idea all the way to the completed process. And it also teaches that you that you can do anything under any amount of pressure. I think that's well stated because, in fact, it's sort of learning to learn and taking that learning and applying it to your career and taking your generalized skill set and making it work, in this case, uh, making it work to uh, create Uniquely Virtual. And I want to thank you, uh, Kenzie Biggins, for being my guest on the Business Hour. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the Business Hour here at America's Web Radio. We're on Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m., Have a great weekend, and we'll see you on the radio next week.